Hi there. I'm Nicole Jackson Miller, and I just got off of a continuing education training for my clients. And the topic that I was teaching on was how to have difficult conversations with ease. And after I got off of the training, I realized how valuable the information was. And so I wanted to share part of it with you because I believe that when you have the courage to have conversations that may feel difficult or hard, and when you do it in a way where you show up as yourself and stay true to yourself and also be honest um, and be kind and compassionate while also being direct and firm, you're able to change the world. There are a lot of people who are not having the conversations that need to be had with others, or they're having conversations in a way that is completely standoffish. And neither of these are serve our community, serve our clients, serve our friends and family. And so in this episode, I want to walk you through just a few, um, a few methods that you can use to start feeling more comfortable having these types of conversations. So first off, I want you to think right now, is there a situation that you're having with someone in your life? Maybe it's a client, a team member, or a manager that you want to change. Maybe they said something that rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe your working styles aren't matching, but there's something that's on your mind that you really would want to share with them. But the if only has come up. So you really wish you could share this with them if only and then insert any excuse here, you know, like you had the right words to say, if only you had a better relationship, if only you were better at having conversations, if only they were actually open to it. So in this training, in this episode, we're diving into first figuring out whether or not you need to have the conversation. And so really talking about how the step that you need to take before you start planning out that conversation, we're going to be diving into this area and then talking a little bit about how to approach the structure of the conversation. So when you start having these conversations, a few really wonderful things happen. One, you step into your power. You move from a victim mentality to the mentality of an empowered leader. If something isn't going well, you have the power to change it, right? You don't just throw up your arms and say, oh, well, I guess this is just the way things are. No, you do things differently. You step into your power. Two, you will feel a sense of relief regardless of how the conversation goes, right? You only have control over 50% of the conversation because if this is between two people, you only have control over yourself and your state. You don't have control over the other person. Now, you do have control over how you say things to somebody, and there are strategies that you can use so that the message is better received by the other person, but ultimately they have to show up for the conversation too, to make it work. The third is that you create the life you desire, right? You actually, when you step into your power and you take action, you are creating what it is that you really want. And the fourth, and probably the most important for me is that you become a role model. So by doing this, by taking this one action and having the courage to have this conversation, you impact so many people. First, you impact the person that you're talking to, right? Because you have the courage to say something and, and hold space for that conversation. And then you impact everyone that that person knows and interacts with, right? And maybe somebody heard that you ended up having this conversation with this person and that inspires them to go have a conversation with someone else. And now all of a sudden, 
more people are stepping into their power. More people are feeling a sense of relief. More people are creating the life that they actually desire. More people are stepping up into a role model um, position. So before you have this conversation, I want to talk to you about step one of my process, and we'll get a bit into step two. There's four steps overall. So the first is to process the situation. The second is to structure the conversation. The third is to schedule the conversation. And the fourth is to be present and mindful during the conversation and actually deliver it. So I want to go through the first step and then I'll go into just a few tips around the second step um, so that I want to make this short and digestible for you. Um, and if there is interest, if you would like some additional, um, like an additional episode on this, I'm happy to, to do more too. So just, you can let me know. So the first step is to process the situation. And this is so important to do before you have the conversation. So, you know, what can sometimes happen? Let's say somebody said something to you that rubbed you the wrong way. I had this happen. Um, I was working with a client and, um, there was a team member who was upset at another team member because something that they said rubbed them the wrong way. And so I was mentoring the client, the business leader, how to handle these two different team members. And so the issue was that something was said that was, um, perceived as being annoying and upsetting. And so the team member felt um, like the other team member, the other person was intentionally trying to disrupt this project because they, there was a scheduling issue. And a lot of these phrases came up, like, how could they, they know that I'm busy. Like they're trying to do this on purpose, on purpose. There was a lot of anger around the situation. And so what I want you to ask yourself, if this has happened to you, is I want you to ask yourself, why are you actually bothered by this situation, right? There's a difference when someone says something and it bothers you versus when someone said some, says the same thing and it doesn't bother you, right? Like one person could say one thing to you and it could really upset you. And another person could say the same thing and it doesn't bother you, right? So what is it about this person what is it about the situation that actually has bothered you? And be truthful here, even if it sounds ridiculous or it doesn't make logical sense. So in this case, the team member was bothered because she actually felt like the other team member didn't think that she was organized and didn't think that she was a valuable member of the team, right? And logically, it, this doesn't make any sense because she's a very important part of the team. She actually knows that, but feelings are separate than thoughts, right? So it doesn't need to make logical sense and it could still bother you. You could still have feelings about it, but it's important to understand what is actually going on and identify it because if you... If you don't separate it and you bring that to a conversation, it's really going to confuse the other person. So another question that you could ask yourself is what are the stories that I'm making up about this situation or what is fact versus what is a story or an, an assumption that may or may not be true, right? So for this person, the team member had scheduled a call and a meeting for a time that didn't work for her. That was a fact, 
the story was that this team member didn't intentionally, that this team member didn't think she was a valuable person on the team, right? That was the story. Now, that team member went to the team member that scheduled it and said, with the anger of how could you do this? <laughs> then that probably would have messed up their relationship, right? But but by processing the situation first and really pulling apart what are the stories, what is fact, you can start to see, okay, where do I need to shift my perspective? What what may not be true or like, what are the stories that I'm telling myself that may not be true? Right. And this is actually the step where you can determine whether or not you even need to have a conversation, because sometimes you could realize that you have fabricated this entire story yourself. Or if you do still feel like you need to have a conversation, it gives you another perspective, right? It helps set that foundation for you to be able to build the structure of the conversation on, right? It's not on anger, right? It's on fact versus story. So now I want to take just a minute or two to go over the structure of the conversation. Like I said, I did an entire training on this for my clients. Um, that was almost an hour, but I don't want to take up that much of your time. Um, but I do want you to have some tools going into this conversation. If now you feel like you do need to have this conversation. So the first is, um, <clears throat> scheduling the conversation. So, Usually I like to have conversations either in person or verbally. There are times where written is better um, and there are some strategies for figuring that out. Um, but let's say that this would be a conversation that you might have in person or over Zoom or on a call. So you could say, hey, do you have a few minutes to catch up? You get on a call together. The first step is intro or topic of discussion. Hey, this is something that's going on right? This is the topic of the discussion. My intention, the second is that you want to state your intention. So it may be that you want to talk about this so that you can get a win-win solution and work better together, right? So first step is the intro or the topic of discussion. The second step is the intention. The third step is what you're seeing and think needs some attention, right? So this could be you know, for this example, hey, I noticed that you scheduled this meeting during a time I'm not available. Like I really, my intention for this conversation is to figure this out and make this work for everyone. Um, you know, I'm trying to understand, like, did you see that? Like, again, say what you're saying. Like, did you see that I wasn't available? Do you think I don't need to be at this meeting? Like what's going on for you? I, I like, because of the role in this project, I do think it's important. Um, and then say, but, you know, I'd love to know where you're coming from. And they might say like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that you weren't free. Let's move it. Or yeah, I saw you weren't free, but I didn't think that you needed to be a part of it. And if that differs from how you feel, that's the, the, the that's the grounds for the conversation. You say that's really interesting. So like, from my perspective, I do feel like I need to be there can you share more around that? Because I think this is important and it may pop up again as we're working on this project, right? And then you brainstorm together on a win-win solution. So based on what you're seeing and what you think needs attention, what I'm seeing and I think I need attention, what is the win-win here? 
And depending on what it is that you're talking about, you can come up with a plan or timeline if needed. For some conversations, it may be involving team or action items that need to happen. So I always like to leave the call with some next steps and a time frame around it. But that's the structure of the basic structure of the conversation. So um, the other points are scheduling the conversation and then staying present during the conversation. I do some recorded meditations for my clients so that they can feel grounded before they have conversations like this, among other things. Um, but the, the point is to stay present and mindful during the conversation. And in order to do that, it's really important to make sure that you are in the state that you need to be in to show up as yourself and as a leader. And so that could mean before the conversation, meditating, working out, getting some fresh air, taking care of yourself right? That is the most, that is the most beneficial thing that you can do for everyone in your life, especially when it comes to having these types of conversations. So with that, thank you for joining me today. Um, and just listening to something that I'm so passionate about. I really do believe that being able to have the courage and, and the bravery to have these conversations that may feel difficult or hard really do change the world. And it starts with processing the situation, which we talked about today, and then really taking some time to structure the conversation so that it is received in the best way possible. Um, so with that, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you next time.